Here you go. Time for hour two of this spectacular. Ryan mm. McCoffey now joins us this morning. That's what you need to do to beat Josh Allen. You need to make him uncomfortable. Hour two. Time for some spivey notes. And here's Jay. Well, I know he's only in his third year, but they're just wasting Justin Herbert. Hour two. The hardest working content creator I know. The playmaker. Hey, LeBron James, the greatest score of all time. Hey. Hour two. The one, the only, Christopher Dietz. They reward. Ohio State for not playing, and they punished USC for playing. Hour two, Sam Shady. Oh man, it's been a roller coaster ride. If you were a Philadelphia Stars fan, hour two, that's Big Ben, the man in charge of the BS3 network. And if I see Kurt Two Chains Cousins, I'll- hour two, Chris Bay's joining us. Oh my God, all oh, those game. Oh, way to go, Sammy. Hour two, why is <laughs> oh man, I thought I missed it. What in the all types of blue hell? Time for hour two of this spectacular, and it starts right now. My partner, my executive producer, ain't got a lick of sense when he was putting this promo when we knew, when he was putting this intro together. <laughs> it's hour two, snowman in the morning with Cole Johnson. That's Cole. That's Deets. I'm the snowman. We're, excuse me. We're breaking down what happened last Sunday. And we're getting into what's going to happen possibly this Sunday. And if y'all missed it, Deets went completely off. <laughs> yeah, you, you and, went in. And you in three off. words, he's not done. No. But before but before we continue, I, I have to uh, I have to do a formal apology on this mic to Deets, to King Doc, to Ben, and to Victor. Mm-hmm. For the fact that you all have to root for a team which is so inept at ownership and at head coaching, forget the quarterback. Mm-hmm. They are so inept in those two positions that they handicap your team before you set on foot on a field. I am so sorry you support a team that is that inept. Because this is frustrating to me. You have the talent to go much further than you do, yet you have the leadership screw it up. Listen, after- I, I saw I saw a post on Facebook after the 49ers game. Oh that said Here's, uh, before you do. There you go, Snowman. Okay. I'll send an invite to him. Okay. Get him, let's get him up yeah. here. Yeah. Uh I saw a post on uh on Facebook that read quote. We would have won that game if B San Francisco if we had a quality head coach. Well, close quote. I'm, I jumped I, all over. I jumped all over that. I really can't disagree with I, that. I can't either, but I added something to it and dropped a Howard, sir. Oh, please. I said, um, well, A, you're right. B you had one. His name's Jimmy Johnson. Hmm. Yeah, and your and, yeah, and your and your owner Gerald was too egotistical to keep him around. Because Jimmy put that Jimmy put those nineties put that nineties Cowboys team together. Not Gerald. All Gerald right. did was sign the checks. Jimmy yeah, that Johnson was, that executed Jimmy, that team. That was a Jimmy Johnson production. Yeah, and that's the best. That's every the last. Single, that's the, every single move. Every. And, Every single, every single team Jimmy put together was championship level success. Remember, 
Miami was yeah. uh, Miami was they were unstoppable. They were yep. beasts. They was they and, were unstoppable after he left. And remember, yeah. when he left, the the best thing about the, the reason why I always say Jimmy Johnson is the best college coach of all time is when he left, Dennis Erickson took over, mm-hmm. and he's Dennis Erickson is in his office, and the leader of the defense walks in and goes. You do whatever you want with the offense. You do not touch this touch defense, defense, and we'll win right. you a championship. Right. The, the college kid walked in and told Dennis Erickson, "You don't talk to us. You do you. We'll do us, and we'll win a championship." And what they do, they went out and they, they won, beat teams they like fifty-two out. to nothing. Yeah, but so they yeah, were they went, out, they went out and they blasted Nebraska in the Rose yeah. Bowl. They were bowl racing teams. Yeah, they they were they absolutely obliterated Nebraska in the Rose Bowl. But that, but that was Jim, Jimmy. Put that team. Jimmy, Jimmy put all that together, and that then of course he goes to the Cowboys, puts the Cowboys together, and we know how that goes. And mm-hmm. people can say not, you know, the Super Bowl in nine. Well, I call it ninety four because it was the ninety four season, but ninety five, whatever. In in the Super Bowl against Pittsburgh, everybody knows those were Jimmy's guys. That was yes. that was a ninety five. It was season. not Barry Switzer yeah. winning a championship. That yeah. was no. Barry Switzer. Yeah, he he managed. I, I guess you could say he managed. He did. He managed. He, he managed. He, he just basically was like, "All right." He was a caretaker. Yeah, he was, yeah, a, caretaker. He was a caretaker. But he, yeah, but, the, but and, that was not, that was ninety five because and, and Gerald's boy. Yeah, all right. That was not. Yeah, and then then that was ninety five because uh, the Niners won ninety four. So yeah, let's let's bring on the man in charge of the Eagles elite. And the play call and the play caller sports network and uh, a friendly opponent of mine for this Sunday, Mr. Cool McCain. Are you with us? There he is. I see him. All right, we see him. Matter of fact, let me greet him properly while he gets his connection together. Let me let me greet him properly because um yeah, I, I got it. I don't, I have no problem playing this. Gentlemen. Hey, hey. There he is. We, got, up, brother? We, got your, we got your theme song playing. What's up, brother? So Sunday is going to be a slobber knocker in Philadelphia. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Kickoff at 3 p.m. Eastern in South Philadelphia. Lincoln Financial Lincoln Field. Financial Field is going to be the epicenter of a Titanic sh- clash. Literally, the the epicenter. Oh, listen, it's going to shake on both coasts. This is this it's going to shake. This is the world is going to shake on in two different cities on Sunday afternoon at three thirty. This type of game is the reason why I love football. I, I I love it when there's teams that they they from the rip from jump they get off the bus and they say we are more man than you. We don't believe you are man enough to beat us, and mm-hmm. we're going to punch you in the mouth every single play. The, both these teams believe in that, and I love it. Well, this is gonna this is gonna be an interest. This is gonna be an interesting game because, like you said, 
Like you said, Snowman, it's going to be a slobber knocker, but it depends on what kind of slobber knocker it is for each yeah. team to win. Yeah, yeah, it, it's if a it's, different, it's a different style of slobber knocker. I agree. If it's, I agree. if it's a if it's a slobber knocker, low scoring game, the 49ers, the 49ers have the edge. That plays the 49ers. Mm-hmm. If it's a slobber knocker, high scoring, then it's all well, equal. Teams going back up up and down the field. And then, it, then it's all Eagles have the advantage. So yeah. whichever way it becomes a slobber knocker is going to dictate to, which which team has the advantage. That's a, what can you that's say about? Both the quarterbacks, 24-year-old Jalen Hurts, 23-year-old Brock Purdy, locking horns for the NFC Championship this Sunday. I mean, what we've else? Seen Hurts all, we've seen Hurts all year. MVP candidate. Brock Purdy has come on has, has come on lately. And he's in line for offense for offensive rookie of the year. Let me throw it to Deeds first. What can you say about both of these young quarterbacks? establishing themselves for their teams coming into Sunday. Well, think about it. Think about it. Every, every, every single week it has been, oh, Brock Purdy, first playoff game. This is his first playoff game. The Seahawks will show him what's up. No, they didn't. Nope. Not oh, it, Brock Purdy, now he faces a real defense in the Cowboys. And no fault of the Cowboys defense. The Cowboys defense pulled spectacular. None. None. But Brock Purdy navigated it and did the one thing that nobody else, that the Cowboys did not do. He did not turn the ball over. So, And that's the greatest part. You know, the Cowboys balled out defensively. Brock Purdy just figured it out as he went along. He just figured it out. Yeah. He, and, 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 now, and now everybody says, all right, now the Eagles are going to show much. I, every single time we – these – People that are doubting Brock Purdy just keep moving the goalposts. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you 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 survived the Seahawks. Now you got to survive the Cowboys. Now you got to survive the Eagles. So what happens? What happens when Brock if Brock Purdy? Well, let me let me greet Cool McCain again. Do, let me do you have to do move the goalposts to a Super Bowl? Like, no. Let me greet Cool McCain again, the Eagles fan extraordinaire. <laughs> and I have to play his theme song, which I don't mind. <laughs> Go ahead, conductor. <laughs> Let's hear it, cool. E A G L E S Eagles. We are oh, now joined only, by the Eagles moderator and main host. All of the Eagles, Eagles are coming out. Cool <laughs> McCain, and I know he is happy about Let, this coming Sunday. Listen, How McCain, are you, Cool McCain did a fabulous job on the Eagles Elite Podcast. I jumped in last night with both with, with both the hashtags, Faithful to the Bay and Fly Eagles Fly, and Cool said to me, are you snowman? Are you a little confused? I'll answer your question. <laughs> Hell no, I'm not confused because I've taken heart to both teams. Yeah. So I don't I have two horses in the race, like I told you last night. So it's this is gonna be a this is gonna be a great Sunday for me. Talk to me, cool. What you got for us? Well, the first thing I want to say is we see your third team you're wearing right now as well. Hey. 
showing support for the wife. Okay, this is how we let off. This is how we let off the show. Okay, this is how we let off the show. That team wants to keep Jeff Saturday on the sideline. <laughs> Listen, they need all the support they can get. Wait a minute, right now. Wait a minute. Yeah. What the cool? Yeah. What the cool asked me the other night? Has Jody kicked down the doors to Lucas Oil Stadium? Not yet, but she wants to. Really close. <laughs> she wants. She wants to. Man, I'm how glad happy? To talk about this with you. Cool, man. cool. How happy are you with the Eagles? Not only playing for the NFC title, but hosting the NFC title. Oh, oh, oh. Lincoln Financial but, but, Field. But, but, no, before we get there, how did you like that performance Saturday against the Giants? Um, I was relieved. Um, I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, it's a divisional team. It's the third time we played them. Mm-hmm. Right. And I wasn't concerned with what happened in the second game because um, Hertz was just coming back. There yeah. was really a complete pullback of the playbook. Mm-hmm. They started yeah, that in week 14. They just stopped right. doing everything and mm-hmm. just got basic as I don't know what. So right. Um, I wasn't necessarily concerned about that, but I was just relieved to win because once you're in the second round of the playoffs, you're playing anything. quality teams. Yes. You know, a couple oh, bad plays, uh, and you can lose. Man, I, I, I've been hearing as uh, I was perusing social media. I this, told the, you about the, that, man. The, the disrespect, and, and, and I know you can go in on this, cool. The disrespect that I was hearing about the Eagles after that game against the Giants, where they were basically saying two different things. One of them was, well, the Giants really were a nothing team. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they should have beat them. And the other was, well, pfft, well, the Eagles, well, there's no, I mean, the only reason why they're 14 and three was because they played a weak schedule. And I'm like, what? I've heard all of that. What? I heard all of that. This, cool. te- this, this team won okay. a division that had the toughest road to go. No yep. team was under 500. They are the champions of that division. And you mean to tell me their schedule was weak? Oh, please. That entire, that entire division. And they, and they played a second place schedule this year because, oh, by the way, they finished second place last year and went to the playoffs. Yep. Week schedule, please. So, Cole, the funny thing about it is the way the media is spinning this game is the 49ers are this unstoppable juggernaut. The Eagles don't even really belong here. And that's a, and Which that's, is a lie. Here's a, and that's here's a, a false lie. Hood. That's a false Here's, here's a crazy factoid. Ooh. The San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles, after the season were over, played the two weakest schedules in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But after the season was over. Yeah. After but, the yep. but the 49ers are this unstoppable, unbeatable machine. And the Eagles basically sucked their way into being the best team in the NFL because they didn't play anybody. Okay. So what's going to be funny and, is and, even when this game is over, one, right? Mm-hmm, but even and, when this game is over, mm-hmm. Whichever team wins, the argument is going to be you didn't play, whoever wins, you didn't play anybody. You didn't play anybody. right because right. All the Eagles didn't right. deserve to be there, and mm-hmm. the 49ers had Brock Purdy, and we know at some point he wasn't going to play as well, and they played a right. weak schedule too. Right. The right. Eagles was just a little bit weaker, so that's what we yeah. were focused on. Yeah, but and so people what? are going to have a built-in excuse as to why yeah. the team and, and it's not and it's and not fair and it's not fair for either team that no. the fans and i put that word in quotes for a reason are going to have built-in excuses for either team at the top of the season i said 49ers and eagles for the nfc championship because and i i said throughout the course of the Mm -hmm. summer Mm -hmm. to anyone was within shouting distance 
These were the two best teams in the NFC. And taking Dietz and Victor and King Dog and Ben out of the equation, I got laced by Cowboy fans. I got laced by Rams fans. Of course. Good God. You didn't get laced by Eagles fans. Huh? You didn't get laced by Eagles fans. Hell no. Because you're so proper respect for the team. Yeah. Cool. You and I have known each other two and a half years now. How many times? That's all. That's all. You Can would you think it's that? been longer, right? You yeah. think it'd be longer, man. You think it would be long? Crazy. Look, mm-hmm. when Cool told me when we when I first got to know him, first of all, I gave him the the moniker "Danger is his business" in reference to an old cartoon character called Cool McCool, which is what the first nickname I gave him. The second thing I told him was, "Hey, I love your Eagles, and what and what they're doing." So, hey, I mean every word of that. And I know this Sunday's game is is gonna be a fight and a half because you're playing for a trip to the trip to Phoenix, Arizona. And on top of and on top of that, because of the way the 49ers season ended last year and the way the Eagles season ended last year, not many big time pundits and I put the word big time in quotes gave either of these either teams team. a chance in hell of reaching where they are on Sunday. No, because they thought it was going to be the Cowboys and possibly the Rams say- again. Yeah, I do want to appreciate Chris Dietz and his Cowboys because what they did on Sunday with a team that also everybody said doesn't have a run defense was they showed some things yeah. that can be done. Yes, mm, that's why I was going to go. That's yes, why I was going to go. That running defense. So that's, thank you, Cowboys, for that. Actually, that's why mm-hmm. I was going to go. I think good because on on my show I already already selected who I think is going to advance the Super Bowl from this game. Yep. Part of it, part of why I came to this, that decision was the fact that the blueprint I think was made by the Cowboys and how you could find a way to make the game smaller and make the make the magnitude of the bank game bigger for Brock Purdy. Yes. And I think if that's the case, the Eagles have the defense where you can do that. Yes, they do. You have to understand. You have to understand. Brock Brock Purdy is a young quarterback. So what do young quarterbacks – What? Do, how do you get into a young quarterback's mind? You get pressure. Yeah, where yes. do you get pre- pressure? Where does, the, where does the pressure affect them the most? Up the up middle. The up middle. Up the middle. Up the middle. Where do they? Where do the Eagles have their two best players? Up the middle. Up the middle, middle on the line. Right on the defensive line. Yeah, up mm-hmm. the middle on the defensive line. Yeah. Yep, we led the league and in sacks, and those yeah. will be hit. Lead the league and, what, and what's big? What was and big Rahman, with sixteen of them? Yep. <laughs> and what was and what was big for the Eagles and cool? You mentioned this a few weeks ago. The fact that not only you got the number one seed, you got a buy, so you guys could he had rest. That he had was rest. huge before you faced the Giants. And, and yeah. Avante Maddox should be back this week as well. Yes. That, so, so now you're secondary seeing, addition, man, because he was he was rolling before he got injured. Yeah, he was. He was rolling. So now, Second time. And, and what's mm. what's great? The, the other thing that's great about this game, both teams are completely healthy. That's going to be a beautiful. Both thing. teams are completely healthy. Both teams are comp- are are completely ready. So you know where I'm going to be watching. It's going to be both both trenches. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's whoever that's, wins that's in the trenches. Whoever wins in the trenches will win this game because that's going to be some good battles, boy. And that's you got good two the best, li- and you got two of the best lines on both sides of the ball for both teams. And 
the biggest improvement, and Cole and I discussed this earlier in the week, the biggest improvement for San Francisco has been their offensive line. After we got lambasted by Kansas City in Santa Clara, that made the 49ers, especially along the front, along the offensive line, they took it personally after that. Yeah, and they become bullies. They become bullies on on, on the offensive line. Cool. I got to tell you that the the reason why I I have said, and I've had debates with people in in some of the chat rooms, but the reason why I I say Nick's – the reason why I say Nick Serrani mm-hmm. is is coach of the year is you've seen what he's done. Hey, most people would say take their best offensive tackle and put him on the blind side of the quarterback. Right. And say, you know what? You right we need side. a good left tackle. Well, what have the Eagles done? Oh, Jalen Hurts right likes to roll to his right. Right. And they put him so on the right. We're gonna put Lane Johnson right. at right tackle. Instead of doing the normal thing, we're going to do what works best for our guy, and that's why their line has succeeded. When they moved Lane Johnson to the right side, their line well, got well, you get, well, infinitely remember, better. He's yeah. always been the right tackle. He yes. was supposed to be the future left tackle, but he's always been the right tackle. So what Hurts did was realized my strength is over here. Now, his backside is protected, but my yeah. strength is here. So yeah. when I'm making my movements, as you said, I'm going to buy oh, strength. Going right. Because I know Lane Johnson's there. I know Jason Kelsey right. can pull and help mm-hmm. out on either side yeah. as well. Because, say, yeah. yeah, even as advanced in age as he is, he's still a mobile guy. He's a little undersized, which works with the mobility. Right. Um, the biggest thing, though, is confidence, right? Yes. They asked Jalen Hurts in his interview yesterday. They said, do you take any time and reflect back on the season and how well you guys have played? And his response was no, because no. we still have more work to do. Yeah, no. So right. in his mind, none of that matters. Right. So, you know, people talk about Sirianni for um, coach of the year. He's not even a candidate. They accidentally put him on, but he's not a candidate. I agree. And I love the way you said and, and that. I, I, I agree with that. that. I agree with that, but it's not a shot at Sirianni at all. Yeah. No, and the not. thing is, he doesn't care about that. Exactly. Jalen Hurts is up for the MVP. He's not going to win it. You don't care about that either. He don't yeah. care about that. Mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick is the defensive player of the year. He's not even he's not in. Gonna, he's not, he's not even in the conversation. Yeah. He doesn't care about that. Right. Because guess what? All those things are wonderful and there's a little five hundred thousand million dollar bonus. Whoopie do they'll steal that from you in taxes anyway. Right. But the goal is to win a Super you Bowl. That Vince Body trophy. That's the only one that matters. You want to be MVP or something, be MVP of the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You want to be winning coach, be the coach that's won the Super Bowl. The thing is, there is no interest in individual awards on this team. That's so a, with that being the that's case, both teams. That's both yeah. teams. We're that's, that's what I love for both everybody. Teams. That's why I love both. And teams. I'm not saying that the 49ers aren't that's that way either, out, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, but I'll let I'll let Snowman say what the 49ers are because that's not my. Well, the, the 49ers are the same way. You know what I'm saying? Because no one gave the 49ers a chance to bounce back after losing in Los Angeles to the Rams with a beat up team on the uh, which took the last play of the last game of the season to get them in the playoffs. So nothing was expected for San Francisco anyway. Well, you, well, and, to be, well, to be fair, the reason why that was the case, you were starting Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why a lot of people were off the bandwagon of the, of the 49ers. Say, as well, soon as y'all threw you, Jimmy G back in, your expectations went yeah, back I'll, to I'll, uh, I'll, going yeah, back in the playoffs. So, yep. pe- so people thought, okay, so so this is a rebuilding year for the 49ers when they put Lance in there. And then when Lance went down in week two and Garoppolo went in and you all had your struggles. Yes, we did. But once after the Chiefs game, you started to see 
how this team started to gel both def- both offensively and defensively with Garoppolo leading the team. It's like what Cool said: the expectation of the 49ers went up, the respect level of the 49ers in terms of them being a contender went up too. And it's off the charts to see the way that this team came together. And again, I highlight the transition between the Chiefs game in Santa Clara and the Rams game in Los Angeles and the way everything just clicked. And that was a mighty jump for a short, for a short amount of time. And and there was so much to there was so much to think about. There were so many questions with San Francisco. Half of them I posed on this program after we got beat up by the Chiefs. Like, what the hell are we going to do now? The game that made the 49ers season was the following week in Los Angeles because they had to they had to bounce back and they had to do it in a hurry. Otherwise, they don't win that game. Their season is buried. You know, the, the game that made the Philadelphia Eagles season? The first one. Nope. The loss to the Commanders. That's what uh, the loss to the Rams. I was, was, was going to yes. say. The that first was the game. Ever. That, yeah. that was a Monday. Season. That was a Monday night game. Yeah, it was a Monday night yeah. game. That was and, a Monday and, night game. And and the funny thing was, people wanted to, because I remember hearing this. People wanted to actually assign L's to the Eagles when they were winning because they were saying before before that L to the Commanders. They were saying, yes. "Okay, yeah, they won, but what? Yeah, yeah, they won this game, but and they could take I, all those butts and they could shove them up their butts." And the thing is, it did not matter. They were still notching W's. They were they were so, still winning. They they know, were they were it's, still it's, winning. It's all that mattered. So the only the only thing for me with the Eagles was if they could shore up, and we talked about this cool, if they could shore up their defensive interior in terms of run defense. If they could oh, do yeah. that, yeah. If they could they do that, that, and they yeah. Yeah. that, yeah. If they could do that, they'd be fine. <laughs> They and did that. that. And they they, they, they recognized that, recognize that, and they said, "Hey, not hey, Nadama can sue. You're not doing anything. Come on over." They, yeah. they did that. Ball they, bring that big old body and stuff. Something they did that with a sledgehammer. <laughs> and oh, by the way, we do have a, a man child in Jordan Davis who's licking his wounds. He'll come yep. back, and we'll have this wonderful three man rotation on the interior line. Mm-hmm. And that the and then biggest, Robert Quinn is finally healthy again too. Right. The most superior thing about both of these teams, as I greet uh, the folks at the Strikeout Beer Podcast in Texas. What's up, brothers? Uh, they're join. Oh, they're yo. joining us this morning. Eric uh, Wallace joining us as well. Eric, put Eric, put in the chat where where you're from. We'll shout you and hey, your home. What up, Vic? Out. Too. What up, Vic? Too. Yeah. Uh, Vic's in Chicago. What's up, Vic? Yeah. Vic's in Chicago. Um. The, the most superior thing about both of these teams, and cool, you and I have talked about this, Cole, you and I as well, mm-hmm. their depth. Their depth. Especially on the defensive line. For Especially on the yes. defense. I was going to say, and, 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 and this is where both teams marry each other. Defensive line, you have a rotating amount of people on both yeah. lines. And, and Fletcher Cox, who has been amazing, but just – Overshadowed by people's love of Aaron Donald, yeah. Fletcher Cox is just as good, if not better, in some cases. His career has been just as good. He's just that lunch pail type of guy where it's like, look, I may not have the sexy stats, but, but I don't care. I don't care. You know, your offense has the game plan for me. Yep, they have and to then, find a way to stop. Boom. 
They have to. Yep. They have to find a way to stop me. Exactly. Mister mm-hmm. <sighs> McCain, I'm not going to make any bets with you because I love the Eagles. I'm not going to because normally in a in a game in a situation like this, I'd make a friendly bet. I'm not going to do that. All I'm going to do Sunday is buy a whole bunch of snacks and a whole bunch of drinks, I just, and I will be able to salute either team that wins. I already got Fly Eagles Fly on my computer, which I have the feeling I'm, I'm going to be playing quite a few times. Hell, I got it on my phone. I hope you're I, playing it Monday. I, I, just, I, I, I will. I just, should, I the Eagles, should the Eagles win, I will be more than honored to fire up that song for you. Snowman, Snowman I've, got, I've got the bet for you. Okay. If your team wins, you shake Cole's. Uh, you shake Cool's hand. If Cool's team wins, he shakes your hand. Well, if that's the case. We're gonna be shaking hands before, that, during, and after the game anyway. That's the, that 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 that's the gen. That's the gentleman's bet. The gentleman's bet. Listen, <laughs> if that's if that's the case, Cool and I are gonna be shaking hands and sharing hugs throughout the game anyway. All I ca- all I care about is I want to see offensive it's both offensive lines be- toss people out the club. And yep. Both defensive lines just simply uh, just Run simply over show people. the athletic the athletic ability I'm, and and make it they make it like difficult for the uh, oh man it's gonna it's gonna that's, be that's fun. all I want to see. Cool McCain of the Eagles Elite Podcast joining us along with Chris Deeds as we break down the NFC Championship game. Let me say thank you to both of you gentlemen and cool. I'm going to be watching with focused eyes just like you are on <laughs> Sunday and Monday. That's Either way, team, I want to get you on this program. Deets, I know I'll have you back as well so we can break down both championship games. Thank you, fellas. Appreciate the time. Absolutely. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for that other game, too. Oh, the other game's yeah. going to be nice. Oh, the other yeah. game's going to be a nice one. Well, you guys, see, that's you guys get, you guys are so lucky. You guys get your game first. So true, you guys true, get your true. yours is going to be out of the way, and then you just get to have fun watching that we, last. We get game. our sl- we get our slobber knocker out of the way, and then and then cool and I sit down, share yeah, snacks and drinks, and reminisce on the game. It's, on, yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> all right. It's it, you know what makes you the know what disrespectful. Makes you Why? I leave you two with the this. shade. Wait a minute. I'll leave you two with this. You know who threw some shade at my house with that very statement? Jody, oh, because Jody looked. Jody looked at me and she says, "Who's playing the other game?" I said, "It's the Chiefs and the Bengals," and she says, "And you guys got the first game? That's kind of foul." <laughs> well, you well, can tell her. Jody you can tell her to me. Yeah, but you could tell it was preset. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because but, if they had the ability to change it, I think they they'd flex the they'd flex yeah. the hell out of this. Not, yeah, my guys. thoughts, my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I no, but, no, but, but that's true. That's exactly what happened because last year the Bengals and the Chiefs they their kickoff was three p.m. So yeah, I, well, I by I, the I, way before 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 I go, I'll, I'll I'll give you a little hint towards you know obviously we got Fifth Down Sports Show eight o'clock tonight. You saw a little preview of it before. If you thought that was, if you thought that was electric, wait until wait until I get into each episode of this garbage show, and, and I will carry and, that. and I will carry the show tonight on the SDM Sports Radio. But you will also get a pre. I'll get. I'll give you a little snippet, and I, I'll explain it on the show tonight. Why the Super Bowl will be renamed the Andy Reid Bowl. 
<laughs> really? Oh boy. You, you you think that? Okay. Oh boy. And okay. and it's totally and it's totally possible. It's it's possible. It's, okay. It's, it's totally possible. I wouldn't mind. I just, I just I would not say mind it. that. I would not mind that. I would not mind that at all. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate yep. the time. Love you both. I just, I just thank you guys. Really say shout out to uh the NFC Beast, the podcast, as well as the division. Yes. Because yes. you know it's tough being the best of the best division. Mm-hmm. Um if the commanders had not let us down, we would have had all four teams in the playoffs. In the, the playoffs. playoffs. The commanders yeah. commanded. Yeah. That's what they do. Oh. oh. You know, you try to give them props. You try to pull them up. You try to give them positive energy, but they're just going to be who they are. Well, I'll and, help you. Know. you I'll help you all cool. They started Carson Wentz on the game. They got eliminated. The thing Which is. Which tell you everything you need to know about <laughs> that. You had a chance to make the playoffs. And you and you went with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz in the game. This is what whatever's the season it was me, should have been fired as soon as that game was over. Is, I don't care if it's Ron Rivera, I don't care if it's the GM, whoever. Whoever's decision it was to put that soft pile of monkey poo in the game to be a quarterback <laughs> in a game they needed to win to make the playoffs is a joke. You had two other better quarterbacks mm. on your roster. Yeah. And that's the guy you went with. He should have been on the scout team all season. Uh, I'm with you. They should have put Sam Howell on there if they didn't want to put Taylor Hyde in there. Agreed. I'm with you on that, man. Alt TV, Agreed. the sad part is you are right. They didn't even know that they could be eliminated. That's the sad part. Yes. The sad part. Yes. About it. They, I was going to say, they went from having the seventh seed in that game to being eliminated. Being eliminated in three in hours. Three hours. In three hours. <laughs> but you and lost Carson Wait a minute. Wentz in. And, then lo- and then lost to the Browns. You put mm-hmm. Carson Wentz in. They Carson lost. Wentz couldn't have beat the Carolina Panthers. They lost. He, couldn't, he couldn't beat. He couldn't beat last year's Jacksonville Jaguars with a playoff game on the the Colts. The Colts learned that the hard way, and they shipped them out. He couldn't beat. He couldn't have beat the Chicago Bears or the Indianapolis Colts this year. Who and were we trying Bears, to have the number one. And, and we knew the Bears were tanking this year, right? We knew the the last year, Colts Colts at Jacksonville. Jody and I were battling COVID at the time. We saw the first drive of the game that, where the that Jaguars ended, went right ended down with the a pick field. six. Yeah, and that was after they handed they, the game to the Raiders the week before. Yes. they cl- mm. <laughs> We saw the Jaguars march right down the field in 10 plays, stick it in the end zone. They led 7 nothing. I looked at Jody. She looked at me it's and we were rap. like, screw it. It's a wrap. Turn the television off. Well, I told you last year when you traded for Carson Wentz, your season was over. In the yep. I said that. I told you. You did. And I told the commanders yeah. this year, if you start Carson Wentz, you will, you will lose. lose games. You will they lose. Started Carson and they Wentz. did. They, they lost they games. After, after they, they, they took him out, they, they started winning games. Mm-hmm. The most important game of the season, they put him back in, and now they sat at home on the couch from the beginning. That's where they deserve to be best on their own poor decision-making. Oh, like Hawk TV said, what head coach admits that they lack situational awareness? I'll tell you who admits that. A guy that doesn't want to be there because he knows the, energy, the organization the is trash. Yep. He just wants the to be let horrible go. in the organization. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Agreed. And, and also, and, shout out and to Hulk, and, and Hulk TV okay. don't disagree with you either because he, 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 he calls it out. He's a yeah. man's horrendous franchise. I'm, I'm with him on that too. Well, I got new ownership. Cook. Speaking of, speaking of yeah, Washington, ownership, yeah. I got something cooking where former Redskin tight end Doc Walker will join me on my afternoon show. We're working out a day and a time nice. next week where I can get him on. And um, uh, Scott Fox, who is uh, in charge of the champion playbook, will jump on 
uh, next week as well to talk the glory of the Washington Redskins. That's all. That's all next week. Thank you, Deeds. Thank you, Cool. Love oh, you, brothers, gentlemen. Appreciate you. you both coming on today. What's a cool? Quick, quick shameless plug. Tomorrow yes. night at seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, your boy Cool McCain, Philadelphia Eagles fan extraordinaire, okay. all right, will be on the Play Call Sports Talk Show. Play Call Sports Talk dot com forward slash live with one of the most diehard 49ers fans i know my co-host yeah steven box that will be a fun watch um for you guys if you need if you need me i'm available like i said it'll be a fun watch yep hey if you want to come through if you whatever it's gonna be a lot of talk Yes. about the NFC Championship game. Yes, look, congratulations, man! That's gonna be the entirety of the show, uh, Mr. McCain. Honor to you, sir. All the love, my man. Thank you. you. Appreciate you guys awesome. for having you me, man. Peace as no well. Problem. You're awesome. all the love to you. Both. Thank you. Love you, brother. Good luck. Good guys luck, too, guys. Bro. Have have a thank you. Make it, make it a great watch for us at home. Indeed. Yeah. Hey, Indeed. and um, nobody likes us, and we don't care. Don't ever root for the Eagles. Always hate on us. Always say we can't do it. We love it. We feed off of it. If you turn it around, we might lose. Don't stop. (laughs) He says it about his Eagles. I say the same about my 49ers. Thanks, guys. No bandwagoners. Okay. I appreciate it, bro. (laughs) How much do the Eagles and 49ers share in common coming into Sunday? Too damn much? Or not enough. You know what's funny? So the the, um, the Eagles, they live in a city that's blue collar. Mm -hmm. And I I, I embrace Philly. I love Philly. And the team embraces the energy of the city. What what I find so interesting is that the 49ers, they don't embrace the energy of the area. I mean, because... You do have intelligence in you know in, in the area. I mean Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Silicon Valley, yeah. And, and and the team has intelligence too, yes. Mm-hmm. But that team is blue, that team is as blue collar as it gets too. And I, I think when you get those two energies together, yep. Th- there's gonna be there, there's gonna be some some mutual respect, obviously. Yes. But yes. but you but you love the you love the competition. Mm-hmm. Of 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 of, a, of an opponent that believes you similarly think that you can push us around, and we think that we can push you around. You get geeked. You get geeked because you want to you want to prove that you are the team that can push the other around. I and, cannot wait for some. I'm not even going to watch that. The AFC, and, I'm not going to watch the AFC Championship game because and, and, yeah. going to run over Kansas City. And the it's, game yeah. of the day, mm-hmm. the game of the day is in Philadelphia. Yeah. And and as as a person who's pl- who's played offensive line, mm-hmm. love it, love it, listen, love it. I, and, and and you go and you go and you don't want to hurt the guy. You no, wanna, you, no, you no. Just, you just want to show that you you have more might than the other, and and you respect that this guy thinks he has more might than you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and made a better man win, and that is really the energy you see with these two teams. It's great. It's great, and that's going to be a wonderful game, and I look forward to I it. Love too. Bo- I love. I told you, I love both teams. Philadelphia is like my second, my adopted NFC franchise. Of course, you know my original, which mm-hmm. is the 49ers. Right. Listen, every time Philadelphia and San Francisco gets together, it's a slobber knocker, mm-hmm. whether it be regular season or playoffs. Mm-hmm. Every time they get together, it's going to be a slobber knocker. But the key is. If it's a low-scoring game, it's in favor of Frisco. If it's a high-scoring game, it's in favor of Philadelphia. And I'm totally yeah. cool with that. It's yeah, it's the best way I think you can put it is 
the 49ers wanted to want to make it basically similar, similar to that of how they played Sunday night. Yes. They don't they don't mind it if it if if it's three yards in a cloud of dust. They don't mm-hmm. really mind that. Because how how Shanahan thinks, and I think how the team feeds off of it is okay, we're just gonna basically crack at that wall. We're just gonna pound at that wall, pound that wall, pound that wall. There's gonna be a time when that wall breaks. Yeah, we could do exactly what we want to do, but until then, we're happy just pounding at that wall. Mm-hmm. Conversely, the Eagles are like, we want to make this a track meet, but it's not the track meet of we're going to throw it all over the place. No, they can do that, but, but that's not really what they want to do. They want to run it. They want to run you until your tongue wags. They want to run you until you're out of breath. And the and and the danger and the physical part about that is. Any offensive lineman, and I can tell you because I was one, mm-hmm. they hate pass protection. They love run love blocking. Run blocking. They, they love it. They salivate for the opportunity to run block. I tell they you want to knock people down on turf. So if it means that you get to run sweeps, quarterback sweeps, which the Eagles like to do. You get to, you get to hit people. Oh, gosh, you get to hit people. So you know Lane Johnson's like, oh, you're calling this? Cool. I'm a I'm a pancake two people on your way to get around the current. Uh, Same with the curve. Lane Johnson for the Eagles, Trent Williams for San Francisco. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and conversely, Trent Williams, he wants to hear sweep so he can push two people down. The scariest thing, and Green Bay experienced this last year in the playoffs, is Trent Williams <laughs> in motion. Oh, Trent Trent Williams pulling. Trent Williams, you want to talk about a scary sight. You have a guy who definitely, if he if he's, if he's three ten, he's light. The yeah. dude, the dude running downhill, he can move, and he took two people down on a pull. I'm like, ooh, you know, ooh, that that, that, was, that was beautiful to watch, man. I think this promo by Sig Dig is appropriate since we're talking football. Hour two is proudly brought to you by Slam Hard Spinach. The spinach that slams hard. <laughs> Thank you, sick, for that Thank for you, that man. promo. But yeah, Listen, Lane, Lane Johnson on one side, Trent Williams on the other. I'm salivating for this game. Yeah, this is the this is the feature game. Mm-hmm. Jody even asked me, "Are we going to even watch the second game?" And I said, "Do you want to watch the second game?" She said, "Hell no." Matter of fact, matter of fact, Jody gave me this answer. Give me Bishop Bullwinkle. When she, oh, when, when I asked her, do you really want to watch the AFC Championship? Well, too bad you will be missing a good game there. Too. I know. I know. We don't wind up watching it anyway. Mm-hmm. I know. But uh, I will repeat my score tomorrow, but I'll also give it here. I've heard it. Yeah. 17-14 San Francisco. It's going to come down. Ooh. It, it's going it, I know yeah. this it's going to be so tough mm. for two teams averaging 30 plus points per game coming into this. Yeah, both of them, yeah. Uh Niners 32-6, Eagles 34-5. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if there's only 500 combined yards of offense. Conversely, I wouldn't be surprised if there was fifteen hundred yard combined yards of offense, I wouldn't uh, be surprised yeah. either way. Uh, yeah, I think um, Deeps was onto something um, when he was saying that. Yeah, if 
if it's if it's three yards in a cloud of dust and it's a low scoring game that favors 49ers if it's a if it's more of a track meet it favors the eagles it favors the eagles yes. um but both teams could play either style. That's yes. also something that you that's have, the scary, have to That's the scary to. part about this game. Both teams could play either style. Yes. Both of them can. That's the scary part about this game. Now, now for me, it just it simply it just breaks down to me. It's just it breaks down the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And and it isn't it isn't that I think that that Purdy can't do it. Right. It's not even that. Right. It, it's not even that. It's I'm looking at the defense he's facing. And do they have the ability to make what he does difficult? The that's not that's not the only X factor I have in this game. I got two more. Mm-hmm. One is Christian McCaffrey, and how Shanahan plans him because well, that's well, that's biggest, an X. That this, you know, that's, this that's is the biggest game of, and a yeah, that's X factor and a and a key to the game. This is the biggest game of McCaffrey's career. Period. Remember. Until this year, McCaffrey's never seen the never postseason. Never seen the playoffs. Yeah, never seen the playoffs. Yeah. Now he's about to play yeah, his third, third postseason game. And the other X factor for me on offense, George Kittle. And here's the reason why I say George Kittle is an X factor on offense. In the last four games, I'm going back to the regular season. Last four games of the regular season, he caught seven touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. including a stretch where he caught two apiece in back-to-back games. Seattle, um, uh, Seattle, he caught two. And I want it was, I don't think it was Washington where he caught two, but it was Seattle and the game was before it, where it, he caught two. Was it, oh, two oh what, was it the Buccaneers? Thank you. That's it. Yeah. But the Buccaneers is what the Buccaneers game is what put Brock Purdy on the map. And mm-hmm. that one the one play where he laid it into Christian McCaffrey in the first half beautifully. Even where McCaffrey had the ball stripped, he was able to regain possession and tap his toe inbounds. I'm so glad you mentioned Kittle. So this is to me the biggest key in Purdy's favor. Mm-hmm. If there is a weakness and the weak, and when I say weakness, I'm not saying, well, this is going to be the detriment of the team. Yeah. But if there's if there's a weakness to me on the on the Eagles defense, to me, it's the linebacking core. So yes. if if Kittle can exploit that, because if he goes further, you get into the secondary, and to me, the Eagles secondary is one of the coldest in the game. Oh my God, yes. So if he Oh can, my God, yes. So if they can find a way to exploit the middle of the field there mm-hmm. and they don't have they don't have a safety cheat and come down because they cheat they'll safeties cheat a lot they, yeah they say these cheat they a cheat ton. and they mm-hmm. you know they're gonna be cheating their ass off yeah trying to keep a hold of Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel right so if 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 it's possible that you can you can have Kittle exploit the linebacking core yes that could get the confidence that I believe Purdy needs to have established right. like he did Sunday right. night, where that seems to be what the 49 what the Cowboys were trying to do. And he took that bootleg rollout where he uh, where in the third quarter where he found Kittle. The one, the one to Kittle, the 20, yeah. the 33 mm-hmm. yarder to Kittle. Yep. And once that once that completion was made, where where Purdy actually got a chance to see a big time play was made to to me, his I won't say favorite, but to me, the down. most important target for him. 
that got him settled down. Yeah, that settled him down, and he played much better. He didn't play bad, but he played tight. He played, he was very tight. He played tight. He was Eagles? He, he was very tight. You Eagles, know the the best thing about long. the best thing about Purdy and the comparison I can make between him and um, Mr. Prescott. Mm-hmm. How many times has Prescott thrown for 300 yards in a playoff game? If I'm not mistaken, no, 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 one. Because he did throw for 300 yards against the Bucks. Yeah. Um, how long did it take Prescott to do that? Well, that was his, what, seventh game? Seventh playoff game, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the greatest thing is? Brock Purdy, Purdy also has a three. Yep. <laughs> Brock Purdy also had a 300-yard playoff passing game. And it came in his first one. And he didn't start that well. No. He started rocky in the first half of that game. He was rocky in the first half, but um, second half? Please. Yeah. So to, yeah. So to me, that's the key. If, if, if the Eagles can keep Purdy tense, tight, mm-hmm. actually have him feel the weight of the moment. If they can, if they can make him feel as though, oh, wow, but this see, is the but- NFC Championship game. The next, that, that means... If we win this, we can go to Super Bowl. If they can keep him in his mind like that, then the success of the Eagles can be greater. But the scariest thing is, I don't think you can shake him. Oh, I'm not saying you shake him that way. I'm just saying, just make him want to do more than he should or press him into a mistake. And again, it goes back to me Mm -hmm. thinking, I don't think that can happen. And then it's it's not a slight Mm-mm. To Philadelphia, it's not a slight to them at all. No, no, you're bigging up Purdy, which right. I'm, I'm bigging not, up both. Yeah. I'm bigging yeah. up both sides. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not saying that. Purdy and, and the same holds true with Jalen. And the same holds true with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but the, the, but the difference between Purdy and Hurts, Hurts now has had two full seasons as NFL yes. starter under his right. belt now. Right. And both and both years ended up being he ended up being the playoffs, and now he has a playoff victory under his belt too. So exactly. people can't even say that. And right. put that on the shoulder and say, well, yeah, you've been to playoffs, but you haven't won a game. Well, that's, you know, that's wild, done. The wild thing is I actually heard fans compare Brock Purdy to Kyler Murray. I'm not kidding. I saw that. that, that there isn't a comparison. They're two different quarterbacks. Very different. I mean, you'd be better, to, you'd be better to compare Kyler Murray with Jalen Hurts, and mm-hmm. I don't even think they're similar. In four words, Jalen Hurts is better. He's far better. Jalen Hurts is more mature right. than Kyler Murray. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is with with Purdy, and and you said it. And the the key is going to be: can you keep him? Can you make him believe the magnitude of the moment and have him do something yeah. a off schedule mm-hmm. and b bigger than what he's attempting to do? Right. Yeah, and and that and that's I don't what think the you e- can. The way I, that I've and uh, believe me, I've gone back and watched tape on on Purdy since mm-hmm. he's been the starter. Yeah, I don't think you can shake him. But that's I, a, yeah. As a rookie, I don't think you can shake him. This yeah. is where his experience in mm-hmm. high school and college comes in. Yeah, that's the road the Eagles are gonna have to take. They, yes. they, they have they they have to see if if they can make Purdy feel. Am I the guy? And in that instance, I would say no. And not that he's not the guy, but in in terms of if that way can be fully successful, no, I don't think so. But I think they have to attempt doing that 
And and if only if they can force him to make mistakes, if they can have unforced errors, not forced yeah. errors, unforced errors. Unforced where, errors. You know, so, you know, like basically like what the 49ers did with Dak, where, <laughs> it, you know, it's like, okay, we know certain plays you're going to do. We know certain tendencies you're going to have. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do this. So when you do like what, what D says, if you do the bench route. Well, <laughs> we have coached our linebackers and our corners to jump the route. That is what the Eagles will have to do with the 49ers. They're going to have what's to bad, what's bad when put him in a place that, where he doesn't enforce error. And know? what's bad is when Dak threw that bench route in the fourth quarter, that's, yeah, that, a linebacker jumped it. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Not just the corners and the safeties. They coach their linebackers. When the, you see this route because it's going to be in your coverage area, jump the route. And green and every time the two times that Dak threw it against San Francisco, it got jumped. Mm-hmm. Three. D'Amato yeah, Lenore had yeah. an interception in the first quarter, which led to a field goal. Mm-hmm. Three times Dak Prescott threw that route. Three times it got jumped. Yeah. So to me, that's what the Eagles gonna have to do with Purdy. They're gonna have to force him into making one of those unforced errors mm-hmm. where he does for the first time in his NFL career throw a pick or for the first time in his NFL career, cough. I mean, he's going to have to do something of that. They're going to do something of that nature. Kind of like what Kansas City tried to do to Joe Burrow last year. Right, and they were unsuccessful because Burrow didn't turn the ball over. So Purdy could do the exact same thing with the Eagles, where they could try to force the, they could try to force that error. They could try to make it, they make it like tough for him, but yeah, finds a way to uh, uh, to overcome that. And he can actually give you that one play that you need him to make to basically say, well, that was the difference in this game between the 49ers losing it and the 49ers advancing the Super Bowl. It's going to be fun. And tomorrow during uh, the first two segments, we'll break down both championship games before our slew of guests will come on. Of course, tomorrow Mm -hmm. uh, we have Sam Shady, who come on to the bottom of hour one, top of hour two, Ben Sutter. Then you all know who's at the bottom of hour two tomorrow. Oh, yes. All right. Let's get on out of here. Have a great day. God bless. Remember to make your next move your best move. And always remember, if your dreams don't scare you, then they are simply not big enough. Dream big. Do bigger. We are. and We hope you all are, too. And by the way, speaking of dreaming big, Mm -hmm. we'll see you all in Las Vegas next year. Oh, next February. When we attack Radio Row with Cole Sports, with the Brian Snow Show and Snowman in the Morning. And there's a fourth show in the works, too. Oh. Next February, Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Vegas. (laughs) We're out of here. See you tomorrow, folks. God bless you. Peace.